Welcome to My name is Jeremy and this is a podcast which aims to break down some of the more rigorous transfer stories across the top European leagues. I would like to take the opportunity to introduce my co-host, Alard van Dijk. How are you doing, mate? Oh, good, oh, good. Can't complain. You know, transfer windows open again. Excellent. So, uh, I, I hear that today you have spent the day playing FIFA in your pants. Uh, my underwear is, but yeah, that Ex- is correct. Excellent, excellent. What, what, what is your winning streak today? Um, I can't complain. Trying to win some of the other stuff, but uh, generally, uh, you know, school was open. I've been teaching some kids again. Oh, fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you, you were mentioning earlier you had this frustrating moment where you were 4-2 up uh, in the 89th minute and then the computer decided to uh, to cease the internet uh, and uh, you obviously had the window open and uh, basically you lost 3-0 as a result of that. Tell me how that felt and uh, did you break anything? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm using a new uh, gamepad, if that's what you mean, but other than that, I'm uh, feeling great. Okay. You know? Excellent. I mean, both he and I knew that um, I should have won that. So, but you both knew who the real winner was, right? Mm-hmm. So there was indeed, no mistake, that's, and that's what matters. Exactly. No, exactly. Uh, all good. All good. Excellent. And, and have you been playing the career mode and and and, and purchasing fictional transfers? Uh, I have not. I have not. Okay, fair, fair enough. Um, I have not been playing FIFA because, um, well, I've got no mates to play them with, to play it with at the moment. So uh, uh, that's it's not quite as much fun. Um, I, I I have been busy uh, learning how to do a podcast because this is the first ever podcast that we've ever done, which is basically a uh, a recording of our weekly rambles that we make anyway uh, for an hour and a half every week. Uh, debunking the myths surrounding uh, the hottest transfers uh, and perhaps the less hot transfers. Um, Now, so today, just to give you a little introduction on how we're going to do things, we are going to choose uh, a few transfers that interest us either from financial reasons or for uh, personal reasons. Um, We can't do all of them because, quite frankly, there are literally thousands of rumours. So what we've tried to do is we've chosen the rumours that are, are, are sort of more prominent uh, across all the uh, different forms of media uh, that seem to be where well, there seems to be a lot of smoke, um, but also ones where we don't really know which way they're going to go yet. Um, they're still very much up in the air. So um, I am going to jump straight in, um, and I want to start with uh, a, a man who is on everybody's lips right now. Um, no surprise who that might be. Kylian Mbappe. Um, now, just give you a little introduction on Kylian. Uh, Kylian Mbappe currently plays for Monaco. Uh, smashed it up in the Champions League last season, um, scoring important goals against the uh, likes of Manchester City and Juventus. Uh, he scored, I think it was, uh, was it 17 goals last season? Or you can correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh. I'm, I'm not too sure. Are we talking? Cha- I think he's, uh, Champions League and and League uh, combined, he scored uh, about 26 or so, give okay. or take, in uh, in about 42 games. Right. Okay. So 20, 26 goals. Uh, so obviously he ha- is an 18 year old who has developed something of an end product. Um, but it's not all about his end product. Uh, I think with Kylian Mbappe. Uh, there's a bit of this kind of messy factor about him because he has this uh, you know, unbelievable technique. 
uh, he, he, he you know, has a style that reminds everybody of Thierry Henry and his pomp. Um, you know, he's, he, he is potential-wise as good as they get. Uh, now, he has attracted a lot of interest um, from the likes mostly of uh, Paris Saint-Germain, who seem to be in pole position, uh, if, if anybody's going to sign him. Um, and then, of course, there is Arsenal that are interested, and there is Real Madrid. Um, now, Real Madrid, uh, there are reports that Real Madrid have already made a substantial offer uh, in around the 100 million euro mark. Um, but the problem lies that they cannot guarantee him playing time while their current front three of Bale, Ronaldo and Benzema are fit. Uh, Arsenal would uh, be able to offer him first team football, no doubt. But uh, one doubts whether they would be inclined to pay the ridiculous uh, transfer fees that's been quoted and we'll come back to that in a minute um, and of course they have the small matter of no Champions League football next season Paris Saint-Germain on the other hand would be able to pay a lot for him um, would probably guarantee him first team football in some capacity would have him play in Champions League but I, I assume that Monaco are fairly loath to sell him to a local league rival uh, so what we're going to discuss is uh, we're going to have a look at uh, Mbappe, discuss whether he's whether he's worth it, whether we think the move is good for him, uh, and maybe even talk a little bit about how Monaco, how this might impact them, and 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 how their academy might step up and replace him uh, should he leave. Um, so the first thing uh, that I want to discuss with you, Allard is do you have any thoughts on these current tra transfer rumours as they stand? Have you heard anything else? Um, what are your general feelings right now towards this? I mean, um, first of all, let, let, let me uh, uh, correct you a little bit. Uh, I, I don't want to interrupt you, uh, gentlemen. That very, I am, you are very but, chivalrous, but, I must admit. Thank you for that. That could have been embarrassing. Go on, correct, correct. Away. Ever so welcome. No, no, the thing is, I, 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 I don't want to jump on the bandwagon or on the hype uh, uh, just yet, claiming that that he is such a, a superstar. Uh, comparing him to the likes of Messi, uh, arguably one of the best football players in the history of uh, uh, of the game, depending on, on on who your favorite, etc. I think we can all agree he he, he will most likely enter the top ten uh, ever to have played the game of football. Um, you know, to, so, so, so to compare somebody who had about you know three quarters of a good season uh, in his career so far, um, yeah, it's, I, I find it a bit too soon, if, if, if I'm honest. Um, other than that, I haven't heard any other rumors yet. Uh, I would like to think that for his, his personal uh, development, staying at Monaco uh, might be best. You know, he's in a somewhat stable environment there. Uh, guaranteed first-team football, uh, but also from from a more private uh, side of matters. You know, friends and family are close by. Um, he is only 18 still. Let's not forget. It's it's not impossible to to move and to settle elsewhere. But as a combination of factors um, here that, that that could influence his his uh, you know um, state of mind for for lack of a better word. Sure. Um, not to forget that. Um, doing a transfer uh, for you know a hundred plus million, which is the, the the rumors of fees currently on offer for him uh, or on the table for him, 
uh, also comes with a lot of expectations. No team, no matter how good, uh, uh, um, how much money they have, will casually spend a hundred million and and expect uh, somebody to not perform or or accept somebody to to have three, four, five bad games in a row. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so 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 yeah. Uh, I'd like to think that regardless of everything currently being said uh, about him, he will stay at uh, at Monaco. Okay. Um, okay. Let's let's. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's very up in the air right now. Um, no one, no one really knows what's going to happen. So, um, just on on on, you know, moving on from what I said earlier. Actually, uh, there is there is talk, uh, not not huge talk, but there is some talk that uh, that Liverpool are also interested, and now City, Manchester City are potentially interested as well. Um, you know, assuming that they they can't get their number one target, which seems to be Alexis Sanchez, uh, and actually we'll we'll talk about him later. Um, but um, the the fee that's been you know been quoted is 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 around 140 million euros. Now, obviously, I don't know how accurate that is, or you know, and or, or whether that's you know his 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 uh, his club are trying to obviously extract as much money as possible for him, and they would actually sell him for 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 something a bit lower than that. Um, but Arsene Wenger actually came out uh, recently during the Arsenal uh, tour in Australia and said that he didn't think Mbappe would go anywhere. He actually agreed with you. He said, "Look, you know, sometimes if you have too many choices, you don't move at all." Um, you know, uh, it's. Uh, um the, the, the question here is, uh, um, Monaco, first of all, I, I still stand with what I said earlier about, about him wanting to leave and for what reason. Um, financially seen, I don't think uh, he's in a bad position at Monaco, so it's not like he needs to move from the smaller European teams to, to one of the big clubs. Um, so so, so for, what, are his, what is his motivation at this point in time to leave? Um and does it outweigh uh, the, the, the the disadvantages that, that come with the uh, with the move at this point in time? Um, uh, that is, so I'm not saying ever, but at this point in time, uh, at this age, at this point in your career, um, is is it truly beneficial to, to leave? Now, for Monaco, uh, I think if I were them, I would sell him, <laughs> um, and that, that, that's solely for the reason that you know 140 million is if, if that it was to be the, the the selling price of course otherwise they have to reconsider but that's a crazy amount of money it's the most money ever to be spent uh, uh, on, on any transfer uh, by far uh, <laughs> by yeah, a long way yeah fair, fair point so so, so um, and is yeah uh, true he might live up to potential and he might actually become uh, uh, the, the best player ever but uh what guarantees do you have? Uh, none. Um, uh, even more than that, uh, the likelihood of it not being the case is is, is uh, uh, a lot higher, I reckon. So that being said, you know, if if somebody wants to be willing to put that kind of money on the table for for, for a player, uh, yeah, that that is theoretically replaceable, uh, especially when you have 140 million in your pocket. Uh, I don't. I don't think I would think twice. So what what do you think? It is. I mean, obviously, look. He showed. He sh- He showed uh, that he was consistently productive against top teams uh, in the Champions League. But as you said, he's only really done it for half a season, right? So he's 18 years old. He could get injured. You know, he could have a dip in form. He probably will have a dip in form at some point. You know, that's pretty, pretty normal for someone of his age. Um, so, 
my point is, what gives him the X factor over all of these other super kids that we hear about? You know, we hear about all these other, you know, wonder wonder kids from Brazil and Argentina and Spain and whatnot. And then, what gives him the edge over them? Uh, uh, like, like you say, you know, you had a, I mean, a consecutive run against top teams in the Champions League is when is something consecutive? End of the day, he had what three? No, that's, that, that's an understatement. But five good games where he scored. Um, I'm not saying that's bad. I don't think I would have done a better job there. <laughs> and by, uh, I, I think I you would, think, mate. I've uh, seen you. I've seen you strike the ball. I've seen you. It's like an exorcist into the top corner every single time. You are, you, you, you know, for what you lack in pace uh, is made up for in your uh, in your ridiculous uh, accuracy when it comes to shooting. <laughs> no, but I uh, can joke. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks uh, so much. Anytime, uh, mate. Anytime. Uh, no, but uh, uh, jokes aside, the the the. the he, he he has done well in the Champions League, but like I said, it's been five six good games. Uh, league, uh, most of his goals were against yeah insignificant teams. Uh, no disrespect, uh, but but it's not not the the Paris of this world. Uh, and I don't think he scored at all against Paris actually, uh, last year. Um, as you already pointed out, you know uh, a dip is possible, especially when uh, you know. This year he could play freely. Uh, there was not a care in the world. Uh, nobody expected anything. Next year already, people will expect the world of him. People think that if, if, you know, no matter where he goes or if he stays at Monaco, all of a sudden he is the top, uh, the top player. You know, top dog in the team, and and and, and people will want to see results. And if he doesn't perform in the, um, in the three games in a row, uh, the, the newspapers will, 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 will question: Has he lost his touch? Has he lost uh, the magic? You know what happened to Mbappe of, of last year? What, what's what's going on? Uh, um, and, and then the question is: What will this do to him? What will this do to him mentally? Will he be able to to live with that? And, and how uh, how does it influence the development of his career? Um, I, I I know that most of the stuff I'm currently saying is is. Um, yeah, Here's um, a... it's, it's all it's all guessing and and, and I'm uh, exaggerating perhaps, but the the, the purpose uh, of that is simply to to uh, um, show that that uncertainty is uh, still very present and therefore 140 million is disproportionate. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm in, I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, I mean, I think. You know, everyone is so desperate for this next super kid to step up, and obviously he has this this technique, you know, that everybody uh, looks at and thinks, "Oh, it's the new Henri." And I, I know, I know, you hate the new, you know, when 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 people say the new this and the new that, it's it's a lazy mm-hmm. comparison. But you know, people people are yearning for players like that again, and 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 Mbappe reminds everyone with his style and his pace and his, you know, a bit, a bit like Martial did before he went to United, you know, and, and he also you could argue had a, a small dip in form um, compared to what people expected yeah. from him. And what was this? 80 million or something like that? Euros? Uh, yeah, I mean, something like, I think over, over a period of time, that, that's what the fee was, was touted at. Yeah. Which, 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 which puts him in the top 15 most expensive transfers ever. Um, and, and this is a guess, but I'm, uh, I feel like it's fairly accurate. Um, and then the question is, is, is he right now or will he ever be uh, one of the top 15 players ever? Now, I realize markets have changed, uh, uh, times have changed, uh, you know, uh, some of the best football players ever lived in a time where you could, could, could uh, you know, see them move on, on a couple hundred thousand. Um, so, so that being said, it is 
uh, I understand that, that we will start seeing um, uh, more expensive transfers. Yet, uh, I feel like um, Marshall didn't live up to, to the expectations. Um, and uh, I question if Mbappe will uh, for that kind of money. Well, the thing is, I think Michelle's, Martial's still got a lot of time. Let there be no doubt about that. He's uh, Clearly, he's a good footballer and, and, and there's a lot of time left, but uh, it's a lot of money as well for somebody that didn't perform uh, instantly. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, also, with Martial, I feel like he might be kind of at the wrong club for his development, just stylistically based on how, how you know United play under Mourinho. That's my personal impression. But I think, you know, you're right. Essentially, the thing with Mbappe is he is a shit or bust player. Do you know what I mean? He, 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 you, you buy him and he sets the world alight, uh, or he doesn't, you know, even if he's slightly above average, there'll be a lot of criticism coming your way mm-hmm. uh, and his way as well. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a difficult one. I mean, so um, let, let's talk about it if he did go. Which team would stand to gain the most from his impact? What do you mean? Well, it's, it's like, like, like if he was to join a team, which, which team needs his qualities most at this point in time? Or? Yeah. Okay, let's let's reverse that. Actually, let's reverse the angle of that question. If he was to go to one of the teams that we've just talked about, right? So that's Arsenal, Madrid, right? Madrid, Paris. Uh, also, we can include City and, and Liverpool in that. Um, if he was to go to one of those teams, where do you feel he would fit the best? Um, Arsenal, no doubt. Why? French coach um, has been known to give talents a chance. Uh, expectations are slightly less than than when playing for for, for Madrid. Um, actually, having said having said that, you know, theoretically, I, I based upon the argument I just uh, gave, Paris uh, it, it also stands a chance, seeing as as it's obviously a French-based team. Um, but uh, if he was to be able to overcome sort of the um, uh, distance, distant relationships. I'm not sure if he has a girlfriend, but with with uh, friends and family, um, and 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 is not um, going to be influ- it's not going to have his career influenced by it. Then I would definitely suggest Arsenal. Do you know? I I would actually, I would actually offer a slightly different perspective on that. Um, I'm sorry, we can't both be right. We we can't both be right. No, uh, clock is always right twice a day. Um, but in in this case, I think Mbappe might be better off at Real Madrid if he was to go. I agree with you. I think he's better off staying at Monaco overall. But if he was to go, I actually think Real Madrid might be the team for him. And the reason why is because I think he uh, I think he I think he will still play plenty of games. They you know obviously they have cup competitions. They have. Champions League, uh, you know, they have many, many league games. I think he'd get plenty of opportunities to play. Uh, mm-hmm. Secondly, I think he would be playing in a league that would suit his style. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's much easier, I think, to score goals in the Spanish league than it is to score goals in the English league, for example. Um, and and uh, and so I think that would that would definitely uh, that would definitely help him help his confidence, you know. And thirdly. Um, uh, the other thing is that he, if he's good enough, you know, and this is something that a lot of managers say. If you're good enough, if you if you're old enough, you're good. If you're good enough, you're old enough. That's basically the mm-hmm. same, right? And if he is good enough for Real Madrid, why not go and try it now with the best team in the world, uh, and, and, and which they are currently, um, 
you know, and and and, and playing a league that's a little bit more competitive than the one he's in currently. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's that's. If he was to go, he would get all that. He would get Champions League. He would get obviously a very good wage as well. Uh, he'd be already playing for the best club in the world. Uh, I, I see. I see what you're saying, but but uh, yet I like to think that you know uh, one of your arguments about he will get plenty of playing time. They play a lot of league uh, uh, games, etc., etc. Uh, fair point, but. Uh, at a club like Madrid, uh, if they are willing to spend 140 million on you, um, it is not about whether or not you get enough playing time. It is about uh, you know whether or not you perform. You, you, you don't have five games to to get adjusted to the system or to to uh, you know. It's look at look at uh, Rodriguez who, who just moved to uh, to Bayern. Um, was at the time one of the most expensive transfers ever from from Porto. He came, no? Yeah. Um, 80 million, give or take, uh, euros, ended up on the bench. Didn't perform, didn't fit the system. Uh, look at Ernesto, currently playing in Arsenal. Was also a relatively expensive transfer. Was good, but for whatever reason, they weren't happy with him. Um, uh, had to go, was benched for quite some time. D- didn't play all games. Uh, so, so, so what I'm saying is... A, a team like Madrid is not, you know, c- career development is not top priority for them. Yeah. Um, and that is something that should be top priority for uh, uh, for Kylian Mbappe right now. Yeah, so you're saying too much too soon, right? That, that That's what I'm afraid of. But, uh, you know, uh, it's all hypothetical anyway. True. Uh, but I do feel at this point in time, Madrid, uh, you know... I think uh, I, I read this article, I'm not, I'm not sure, that supposedly he, he would consider... Uh, uh, Arsenal, uh, um, and it's probably in, in, uh, the interviewer phrased the question in such a way that, that it could be broadcasted as if he was considering Arsenal uh, uh, sure. uh, for real. But what, where I'm going with this is that, that apparently he said that the missing of Champions League is not something he would mind per se. Um, on top of that, he would uh, consider playing uh, with or for a winger that is uh, an interesting uh, uh, move. Uh, and he would, uh, you know, um, see it as as uh, as, as uh, the last step before moving to the likes of Madrid or, or Barcelona, which he considers best teams in the world. <laughs> um, so 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 um, that being said, if that was to be uh, true, you know, it appears as the as the, the kid has has his his personal development in mind, uh, and then yeah, Madrid is not uh, or should not be. Uh, the the top uh, uh, choice. The thing is, if he if he does come to the Premier League, whether it's with Liverpool or Arsenal or, or, or City, I, I can just I can I just have these visions of him getting you know Ryan Shawcrossed after uh, yeah. you know after after two weeks uh, because you know foreigners don't yeah, like it up and playing the Spanish league and Mascherano uh, goes right through you yeah it's very true very true I, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I see what you I, I see what you're uh, what you're trying to point out but uh, it's 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 not impossible when and, and you know Arsenal has unfortunately not had um, results like the, in the recent years like they used to but regardless they still uh, play a very nice football very technical football uh, it, it, it's lovely to watch I find at least and, and, and I'm not saying I don't like other uh, teams per se uh, but uh, I'm saying that it is possible to play uh, you know technical football uh, within a league like the Premier League yeah very true that's probably why they all get injured though uh, um, 
Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what happens. But staying on the theme that he does go, right? Um, now, Monaco are very uh, famous for uh, their academy, um, which is interesting, actually, because so so Monaco um, tend to get most of their players from the Clairefontaine, uh, famous Clairefontaine Academy in France, uh, you know, on a yearly basis. Uh, and, and they usually choose about 15 players a year from this academy, whereas other clubs choose up to 30. Um, but obviously... Monaco scouts are doing a fantastic job because the youngsters that they do pick, which have to be 14 and upwards, because Monaco is obviously uh, you know a, a small uh, a small uh, kind of what would you call it a small state in the south of France. Uh, it doesn't have its own real youth team, so they have to pick players at a certain age. Um, and but yeah, I mean their their academy. They've got they, you know before before many years ago they were bringing through the likes of uh, Thierry Henry, um, Lilian Turam, and of course this year the likes of um, Lamar. You know, uh, obviously Bakayoko uh, players like um, you know they're playing they're bringing through the likes of uh, Mbappe. <clears throat> Something about their their academy is really good, and I, I've read all these things about how they um, you know they they obviously have this kind of big data. Uh, process where as soon as players finish a match, the youth players finish a match, they get all of their statistics within 48 hours of playing or even less, you know. Um, they have this really super organized system which brings right through these fantastic players and this amazing scouting network across France. Um, so I'm looking at some of their current up and coming players, and actually, I watched them play in a friendly against Stoke City uh, the other night where a lot of the youth team were playing and they looked bloody good. They beat City 4-2, albeit in a friendly. <coughs> and, um, you know, they have players like Franco Antonucci playing, who was a winger, who's currently Belgium under-17. Cardona, France under-20 player. Moussa Sila, again, under-18 France player. Some incredible young players coming through that no one's even heard of yet. If they were to lose Mbappe, if they were to lose Mbappe, do you think that they would just simply, uh, I don't know, just regenerate, uh, bring bring someone through the youth team who would take his place? I mean, uh, 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 I know too little about their youth team or about about, about uh, um, the setup that you just uh, explained. Well, you, you should have done your research for this podcast, mate. Yeah, but you know, as 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 a non-expert, let me let me share my opinion anyway. Please do. Uh, you know. Uh, several years ago, they, 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 they made this transition into all of a sudden getting very expensive players and, and um, uh, purchasing, putting big money on the table for, for transfers. And then all of a sudden, they moved into this this, this sort of youth development. Um, r- rumor has it, but don't hold me to it, that, that, that the financier uh, that, that joined them several years ago and, and ran into some, some, some personal issues and, and, and that also led into the refocus of... of uh, you know, uh, transfer philosophy, if you will. Um, so that being said, I'd like to think that um, they're well prepared for, for the departure of, of, of any player, for that matter. Um, and, and that being said, also, if, if Kiriyama Bappe was to leave. Uh, some of the players you just met, uh, mentioned, I do know, actually. Uh, I'm not sure if they're ready at this point in time for first-team action. Uh, but they're definitely building uh, uh, towards it. I see. It's 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 a really interesting story of Monaco because they also had this year or two where they spent a ridiculous amount of money 
you know, was it 140 million? I think it was on players like James Rodriguez and uh, who was the other guy as well that they signed? Um, Muti- uh, Moutinho. Was Moutinho, Moutinho yeah, that was it. There was obviously Falcao. Uh, yeah. You know, so they they brought they they signed they spent a lot of money and then you know before that they would all, they were always famous for their academy and then after that they thought well what the fuck are we doing? Why are we spending all this money? We have this brilliant academy. We're bringing players through. So they started to bring players through and look what's happened. You know, they just won the French league. They got to the you know like the semi-finals of the Champions League you know on merit uh, as one of the most entertaining teams in the competition so uh, you know and, and they've got all these new players coming through as well so I think even I mean the thing is it depends on how many players they sell right I mean they've got mm-hmm. what so Bakayoko's just joined Chelsea uh, that's confirmed now uh, they lost uh, what's his name the midfielder to, um, to Bernardo Manchester Silva Silva yeah he went to City yeah yeah, so uh, obviously Lamar, you know, there are a lot. Of, there's a lot of smoke around him going to Arsenal. Um, Mbappe, a lot of smoke around him going just about everywhere. Um, yeah, there's uh, who else is there? There's that. There's the the wing back, isn't it? What's his name? I always forget his name now. They got uh, Mendy. Is it? Is he a wing back? He's there's talk of him going as well. I think yeah. I think a left back. Uh, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I think it's in, in Mendy. In any case. Uh, you know, as expected, um, they do well. They have a great year in the French league, uh, which is still considered one of the top t- top tier uh, uh, leagues in Europe. They did uh, uh, very well in the Champions League as well, considering um, uh, um, expectations prior to the start of the league. So um, it, it's it's to be expected that that, that they get um, you know uh, links that, that their players get linked to a lot of top top European teams. Yeah. Can't come as a surprise to anyone following football, I guess. No, no, I guess not. Uh, I guess not. But uh, you know, assuming they lose the the meat of those players, you know, I, I'm wondering, do they have the players in their academy currently? Um, obviously supplemented with you know some one or two clever signings as well from in and around France, no doubt. Do they have it in their academy to replace them all? Um, you know, to replace the spine of an entire team. You know. Generations such as the one Monaco have just had tend to come, you know, no matter how good your academy, don't tend to come that often. I mean, if you look at La Masia in Barcelona, Barcelona, you had all these players coming through, and Pep Guardiola took charge, you know, and he came at this perfect time where you had all these players coming through the the academy, and and and, and everything everything just gels, you know, and it, it, you know they were the best team in the world. But even since then. As good as La Masia has, they've ha- found it very difficult to replicate that success. And I'm wondering if, if Monaco, should they lose all these players or, or most of these players, will they be able to replicate uh, the, the success? Uh, I mean, of their... replicate. Uh, um, um, it's it's too soon to tell. We're not even sure who exactly is leaving. It's all hypothetical. True. Um, uh, you know, so, uh, in theory, there's a chance that that, that replacements are even better. Yeah. Um, uh, that being said, uh, nobody expects them to be uh, of similar level uh, um, straight away next year. Uh, and I'd like to say that there is some sort of uh, difference between Monaco and Barcelona, where Barcelona uh, uh, has for for the past two, three decades or so, and, and will for the foreseeable future, always put money on the table for transfers. Now, uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of their recent uh, transfers. Um Simply because I don't think that everybody playing for the team right now is is uh, um, Barcelona material, if you will. 
Uh, but Monaco clearly steered away from from big money transfers completely. So, so, so um, um, the majority of their focus is on youth, youth development, etc. Not to say that Barcelona doesn't care about it, um, but but what you see with Barcelona is is that many many uh, talents look at, at Bellerin, for instance. You know, uh, they don't see immediate first team success happening anytime soon because there's so, so, like there's a world class players ahead of them. And therefore, they leave at an early age to, to go to teams where they do have a chance. I'd like to think that Monaco doesn't have to struggle with this issue so much yet because many of their youth players, of their, 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 their you know, uh, future superstars, uh, and, I don't know, uh, what, like, like kid wonders and whatnot, uh, do realize that within the foreseeable future, there is a, a, a very good chance of getting first team action. So, so uh, the willingness of players to leave is is uh, not as high, I guess. It's funny, isn't it? I mean, um, I, I wonder if Monaco fans will look back on last season and and see that as the the best ever team that Monaco have ever had. Um, you know, bearing in mind that they had the likes of uh, the likes of uh, Turan, Henri, and Emmanuel Petit back in the day. Um, in the same way that. You know, United fans look back on the class of '92 in the same way that Arsenal fans look back on the on the invincible team. Um, you know, uh, I wonder if Monaco fans will, will will be strongly married to the notion that last year's team was the best team that they have and probably will ever see. Um, but yeah, uh, essentially, you're right. And also, you know, there's less pressure for Monaco. You know, Barcelona are in a position where they, you know, they need to win. They're a global team. They're a global club uh, with a lot of expectation. Uh, you know they don't have as much time or patience to blood youth players as Monaco do. You know the expectation with Monaco is far less. They they have a team like Paris Saint Germain in their league, which spends a shitload of money uh, and should be winning the league at a canter every season. Uh, they're not expected to to do what they did in the Champions League. I don't think anybody expected that at the beginning of last season. So so they have the time, I would say, and you know they're not obviously the global brand that a lot of other clubs are. So. Um, uh, it's also nice, nice. You know the way you described it just now. It's, it, it, it seems to be a nice environment for young players to develop. Still, somewhat in the shadows. Uh, expectations are a little bit lower. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. Plus, they make a nice wage. You know, it's, 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 it's a bit of a tax haven. They make a nice wage. Uh, mm -hmm. They live in the south of France on the on the on the on the Riviera. Uh, you know. It could be a lot worse, couldn't it? <laughs> um, you know, I don't think I'd be complaining. Beats a cold. To find myself in that position, <laughs> to, but I, I don't think I will be. So. It, be, it beats a Which cold, rainy night hole. Because you know, um, um, you know, you, you were just sort of like praising um, Monaco's scouting system. Yeah, uh, in all these years, they've never found you. So, well. Uh, I've never yeah. been available. How, how good are they really? Uh, I've never been available. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I've said quite clearly that, like all English players, um, I, I never leave England uh, to play <laughs> my football. Um, so, so they they didn't have a chance really. Um, fair point. Fair you know, point. Which is, which is their loss, not not mine. Um, but uh, I'll be I'll be awaiting an offer, uh, even though I'm sort of turning thirty three in one month. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, I'll be I'll be I'll be awaiting my free transfer signing on fee from Monaco uh, to carry them in, to carry them through the Champions League group stages next season. Uh, I'm likely to be quite disappointed. Um, so, 
we've talked about uh, whether you've said uh, you think he should stay. I've said I think he should stay. Um, now, the final question is, do you think he will stay? Will he stay yes. or will he go? Yes, I think he will stay. Yeah, I do too. And, 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 I, and I think because of what Arsene Wenger said... Um, and let me just let me just make this point. I think he, he will stay because he almost has too cho- too much choice at the moment. I think he is a he seems like to, to be a level-headed kid who knows that a year or two in a in a Champions League playing team like Monaco is probably best for his development with with a good coach and Jardine, uh, you know, with great players coming in around him as well. Hopefully from the youth team if they lose one or two. You know, I, I think I think he's going to be just fine staying put for one or two years, where the expectation and pressure isn't so high, and he can just focus on playing football. And you know, the other thing is, this is something that could stand for him or could stand against him. But his agent is his dad. His agent, his agent's called Wilfred. His father, who's a football coach, Cameroonian. Um, you know, you'd like to think that if. His agent is his dad, and not some sort of money shark like, for example, a, a minor Rilo, a Reno, I can't pronounce his name properly. Disgust me to say uh, his name. Like I said before, you know, money is good at Monaco as well. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. You know, but, and, but there's, there's money, and then there's about, about uh, their willingness to raise his salary like nine nine hundred percent or something. Like that. You know, so so. Um, I don't think money is 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 a big topic right now. No, it's not you know, a big if, topic. If, if he was to be playing for sort of like uh, uh, you know uh, a Belgian or a Dutch team uh, um, uh, where money is, you know, if you're top of the league, still fairly decent, but nothing compared to Monaco. But if you were playing for that uh, for them, and and you get an offer where you can sort of secure your future, if you will, uh, then then things become more difficult. But his his future is, is secured, you know, at, at Monaco. Financially seen, yeah. So, so. yeah, no, I, I think you're right. But obviously, there's money, and then there's stupid money, right? And and and, and if City or, or a Paris Saint Germain were to get him, um, you know, Real Madrid are probably counting more on the prestige of their club. But with Paris and Man City, you, you, they'll they'll take that nine hundred nine hundred percent and multiply it several times, you know. And no, I, I don't think they will. You know, nine hundred percent that they already put, that they would also all, all of a sudden put him uh, above. Uh, if they multiplied like more than three times or so, they would they would put him above uh, uh, Ronaldo or or someone of, of that statue. Okay, maybe uh, not Ronaldo, but you, you see, like they would multiply. I think you know, if if Mbappe was money focused and his dad was no, you know, trying to get point, as much point, as he could for him, uh, yeah. The, 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 like I said, you know, uh, money is not uh, key importance or or, or uh, such a decisive effect anymore. Sure thing, other teams will pay more, but we're not we're not comparing. Uh, you know. Two hundred thousand a year uh, to to uh, uh, twenty million, but we're comparing uh, eight million to twenty million or something like that. Yeah, okay, I get your point, but I mean, with his dad as 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 his agent, you would like to think that that personal connection would lead him to uh, advise Mbappe to do what's best mm-hmm. for his development right now. Fair point. Um, cool. All right, so I think we've covered. Uh, Mr. Mbappe, uh, fairly, uh, fairly well. Um, so, moving on to the next uh, transfer story of interest, which nobody knows which way it will go. Nobody has a clue right now. Alexis Sanchez, will he stay or will he go? And I'm not actually going to ask you that question just yet. But uh, here, the rumours are, or, the, or as it stands at the moment, um, 
Alexis Sanchez, currently at Arsenal, third top goal scorer in the Premier League last season. Uh, obviously a hugely influential player at the club, arguably the best player at the club right now. Uh, not just because of the end product, but, but because of the way he, he single-handedly drags the team through games from his attitude and the way that he plays. Um, currently in the last year of his contract at Arsenal, uh, a player who, you know, historically will spend two or three seasons at one club before moving on to the next challenge. Uh, and, of course, he is uh, touted to uh, want, according to the newspapers, to go to City, Manchester City. Uh, Manchester Cities are rumoured to want him. Um, and uh, he came out in the press recently saying, I know what I want to do, but it's up to Arsenal, which points, you know, if you, if you want to read uh, into his kind of uh, his cryptic uh, cryptic words if you like uh, that he probably wants to leave Arsenal but Arsenal are in a pretty unique situation in that there's a lot of fan fighting a lot of division in the club at the moment um, you know in the last season especially um, selling their best player uh, would have the pitchforks come out you know from the supporters and also it would significantly weaken them while strengthening a rival uh, so, you know, I, I don't think that can happen um, from Arsenal's perspective. Arsenal have reportedly put an £80 million valuation on Sanchez. This, this for me is a really interesting story because Arsenal cannot afford to lose a player who scored 30 goals for them last season. He's 20, he'll be 29 years old soon, I think in September. Uh, he's got one year left in his contract. Uh, City obviously want him, but selling him there would be unthinkable, would it not? Uh, I don't think so, but I, I, know I have a very uh, different standpoint on this, depending on the uh, money that's put on the table for him. If anybody's willing to pay £60 million plus uh, for, for a player with a one-year contract, uh, I would sell him uh, in, in no time. Uh, I, 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 I would like to think that I wouldn't let uh, emotions cloud, uh, cloud my judgment. Um, would happily reinvest uh, that kind of money, for which you can get arguably, uh, you know, anyone below the top two percent uh, uh, in the world right now. Um, who's a bit younger of age uh, on a five-year contract against a lower salary. Uh, instead of, of having him walk around, uh, walk out of uh, the club on a free transfer, end of next transfer window. Um, strengthening your opponent, as you said, if he wants to move to City. Sure, I uh, think that's true, yet question is, uh, won't you uh, get stronger yourself as well? And, and will that one player truly make uh, uh, all the difference? Uh, I'm not going to say he's a bad player, not at all, far from it. Um, but from an economic perspective, I'd like to think that there are, uh, uh, or if you were to include the economic perspective, I'd like to think that that uh, there's a lot to be said for uh, having him move. No, I, I, I like I like Sanchez. I've watched him play a lot this season. Uh, you know, it takes a lot to score 30 goals playing in the Premier League. Uh, although all of his goals didn't come in the Premier League, but he he strikes me as. An incredibly, uh, an incredibly gifted player, but he's someone that maybe could have an adverse effect on the team. Uh, he sometimes is a little bit selfish with the ball. He tries to do everything on his own. So for all his qualities, do you think losing him might add something, as long as they replace him uh, with, with, a, you know, with an adequate player, might add to Arsenal's cohesion? 
Yeah, I, I, that, that's exactly what I tried to uh, to point out earlier. Um, won't won't a replacement potentially be as good or you know even better? Um, there's no guarantee there. What is guaranteed is that that uh, in this hypothetical situation that we're discussing right now, uh, you would lose a very good player. Um, question as well as you know what 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 are the alternatives currently available on the market well it's it's a it's a small list uh but for for for, for 60 million pounds 70 million pounds a lot can be done you know okay um, so so who who would come in into a wide forward position at arsenal right um for for the same amount of money uh, that sanchez is sold for and we'll come on to that in a moment all right and score 30 goals a season for Arsenal. Because that's the bottom line. Who's going to come in and provide that amount of end product from a wide forward position who's on the market currently? It's a, it's a good question, really. Um, it's, it's... You know, you, 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 the, the question here is, um, are you going to look at the big teams, uh, find a player who's there instantly, or are you going to try it out with what Winger is, is known for doing, you know, going for players that are perhaps not quite there yet, or they've performed well at smaller clubs. Uh, um, and it's, it's a question whether or not they'll, they'll, they'll um, bring it home for a team like Arsenal. Um, it's difficult, really. I mean, there's never a guarantee, right? But so Arsenal have signed Lacazette uh, uh, recently, um, and you know, as soon as Arsenal sign a player or are linked to a player, everyone goes, "Ooh, you know, that means Alexis Sanchez is off." And uh, well, obviously, Lacazette is a is a central striker. Alexis did was tried out as a, as a central striker, but prefers to play on the on the flanks uh, or in a wide forward position. Um, you know, I I, I can't see any players out there right now who are available who can give the same end product as Alexis Sanchez. Even if Arsenal, against all the odds, were to sign someone like Mbappe. You know, an 18-year-old... And sure enough, he would probably come into the team, he'd be very exciting. But would he have that same end product right now, next season, while they're trying to get back into the top four? Probably not, I reckon. You know, I mean, I, I can't see it. And, and so, I, 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 you know, his impact... On leaving Arsenal, at least for the short term, would be massive. Mm. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, 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 I always find it difficult uh, to 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 have the results of a team based upon just a one one uh, player. You know what I mean? Of course. Just, just, just uh, is, is it? It's a team game. Uh. But no, oh, but I, I, I find it difficult. Um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, uh, there's there, there's few players uh, available for uh, for that position. Uh, though I I, I I like to think I could still come forward with uh, uh, with a handful uh, potentially who who could replace him and, and turn out to be for the best in the long run. And by that I mean you know cheaper, um, slightly younger perhaps. Uh, on a five-year contract against a, 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 a lower salary, you know. Uh, perhaps this is the year that uh, Royce of Dortmund finally moves. He's been linked to top teams, uh, I don't know, as long as I can remember, every single transfer window. Yeah, but you know you're talking uh, about a guy who is constantly injured. Uh, it's not no fault of his own, of course. Great player. But the last thing that Arsenal need is a player who is constantly getting injured, pretty much like the rest of their squad. 
No, okay. Well, what about uh, uh, Turan? I, th- I think Arsenal has been linked to him as well. Uh, Barcelona's uh, player. I think he could play that that position as well. Uh, it's a different kind of player, but he's definitely skilled. Or Insigne. Um, uh, I believe where is he? He's at Napoli right now. He's a left forward as well, now, I think. Yeah. There's another player uh, actually out there that I, I, I quite like. He plays for Bayern Munich at the moment, the Brazilian guy. What's his name? Uh, Costa. Costa, yeah. I mean, obviously, well, he's going to end up at that's Juventus. That's unfortunate for you. But, yeah. Because he, he just signed for Juventus, I believe. Is it uh, been confirmed already? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think as we are speaking, uh, uh, his transfer is confirmed. Okay, you're going to get yeah. massacred for that if that's not true, by the way, just so you know. No, no. Well, well I mean, if, if uh, assuming I can. Uh, um, well, apparently Juventus has, has confirmed it themselves. Right. Okay. Uh, well, fair enough. But he, he's a player that I would. Let me, let me double check that prior to people. Uh, um, yeah, they uh, they've welcomed uh, Costa on their on their Twitter account. Okay. They tweeted four minutes ago. So uh, talk about you know up to date. Bringing mate. fresh news. Yeah. There we go. We're bringing you fresh news as it happens during our podcast which you probably won't listen to for a few days. So that will probably mean that all of this is, uh, is old news. But, uh, you know, we do, we do our best. We do our best. So, all right. So, okay, let's, let's, let's move away because we, we could get into a whole, you know, we could, we could list a whole bunch of replacements when it comes to Alexis. And, you know, you have two options. Mm-hmm. You can either buy one big player or you can buy uh, a lot of other players. But the bottom line is you, you what, have to what replace is, what, what, what are currently the replacements, you know, for, uh, for him? Because what if, if you don't buy a replacement for, for Sanchez, uh, but you take somebody who's currently already in the squad or can fill that position and you spend the money on getting two more defenders, for instance, you know? Um, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's a lot more money because, uh, generally speaking, defensive-minded players uh, do tend to, to, to go for smaller transfer fees. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Arsenal's squad. And I can't see anyone that would fill that void that would bring not just the goal scoring, but you know, which is the bottom line uh, and what you have to replace, but also the, the 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 general sort of tenacity and impact on the team that Alexis Sanchez gives you. I mean, the guy's a warrior, right? So he 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 he, he all he ever wants to do is play football. Um, mm-hmm. I just think you, you you lose so much. From you know, for all his flaws, um, and then to give him to City, you know, a club that you are effectively competing with, although some would argue not. Um, you know, they Arsenal finished one point behind City last season. City, you know, pit them to the Champions League places. City already have a phenomenal front line. They've got you know Sane, they've got Aguero, provided he stays, of course. Uh, they've got you know David likes of David Silva behind them. They've got a, an incredible. Jesus as well. They have this incredible attacking uh, uh, sort of front four or five players or more even. And, you know, adding Alexis Sanchez and 30 goals a season, you know, the questions I have is, well, would he play every game? Especially under Pep, who famously benched him quite a lot um, back at Barcelona. Uh, You know, would he be happy not playing every single game and being rotated in and out of a, an already talented front line? He wouldn't necessarily get, you know, first first dibs on on, on free kicks, on penalties. Um, no, true, true. I mean, the the, the um, 
first of all, by the way, Jesus is is not with City anymore as as of this uh, season. I believe he's a free agent right now since last week or the week before. Um, no, no, no. You're thinking of uh, uh, sorry. I'm I'm thinking of Gabriel. Uh, ah, okay, the youngster. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Jesus Navas. Yeah. Okay. We're we, we, we going to include so. him in our team of the week later. Uh, maybe uh, we'll, we'll come on to that in a bit. But yeah, no, so he. They've got a phenomenal front line. Why would they need Sanchez? I mean, look, uh, why would they need Sanchez? Why wouldn't they? You know, he's still a great player. He's still amazing. You know, uh, Pep worked with him before. Uh, knows him in and out, I guess. Uh, they might be thinking, you know, it's a, it's a great player for the coming three, four years, give or take. You know, he is getting a, a bit older against a, a, a fee that is not really in line with the current market simply because he only has a one-year contract left and he's, he's asking for such ridiculous salaries at Arsenal that he's he's somewhat trying to force a move a little bit as well. So, you know, maybe they, they're under the impression that for 50 million euros they can get a player like Sanchez, which is almost a bargain, you know. It, it, it's, it's crazy to say it, but um, um, it, it's nothing like 90 million for Lukaku. It's you know it's half the price of Lukaku uh, uh, for potentially a better player. So here's the thing. Okay, so reportedly as well uh, in the in the papers today uh, and, and the last few days, Arsenal are holding out for eighty million pounds for a transfer fee for a player with one year left on his uh, on his on his uh, contract. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of money, right? We're, we're talking and, and obviously Arsenal. You know, aside from the fact he's only got one year left, could point to the fact that, well, okay, so Lukaku just went for a similar fee, so Sanchez is worth this. We are under no obligation to sell him. We can hold him to his contract. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to me like there's a bit of funny business going on because Sanchez is, is demanding, apparently, £400,000 a week. They know that Arsenal can't and probably won't offer him that, okay? Because that would just play, play havoc with the other salaries in the, in the squads, right? Suddenly, if he's getting 400000 a week, then Ozil wants 400000 a week, and Ramsey will want 300000 a week. It, 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 you know, he knows it's destabilising. He knows it's unlikely that Arsenal will pay him that. But with Arsenal saying, we, well, it's £80 million, surely they're putting a transfer fee on the table that they know City will unlikely pay. And if they do, fair enough. <laughs> you know, I suddenly Arsenal have a lot of money to replace him with. But if they don't, they keep him for a year. And it's better to have a year of Sanchez than, than a year without. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's a funny... There's, there's definitely some games going on with this one. Uh, I'm, 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 I see it slightly different. Uh, there's the games going on, but I like to think that Arsenal is putting an £80 million pounds, uh, price tag on, on, on him. Uh, simply to end up at uh, fifty-five million pounds or whatever. I can't see I that. I cannot uh, see that. I cannot. Fifty-five million pounds for a player with a one-year contract. You know, uh, um, fifty-five million is is a lot compared to nothing in a year's time. Yeah, but then it is a lot of money to just say no to and 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 keep him to his contract, and knowing that you'll lose him uh, uh, on a free transfer. Yeah, but looking after. at the players that are available, you can't replace him for fifty-five million. You're not going to replace, or you're very unlikely to replace, 30 goals in a season where you're already playing catch-up with the top four, right? They're not even in the Champions League this season. Yeah, but, 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 but do you need to replace 30 goals per se? Why if you replace uh, 
you know, uh, replace him with, uh, say, uh, uh, 15 or 20 goals, and, and you get another 15 or 20 goals on the other side of the pitch. And I, I know you can't really count like that, but what I'm trying to say is uh, that kind of money, if it wasn't for a replacement for him that is, that is close to as good, uh, you can casually improve the field and other, uh, uh, or, or the team on other parts of the field. Yeah, I mean, look, football football's not as black and white as that. You could bring in someone who creates more goals and 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 maybe you know expect one or two of your current players to improve. That's that's absolutely fair enough. You know, um, players do improve over seasons. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm looking at this Arsenal squad and I can't see anyone who's ready right now to step into an Alexis Sanchez size hole. Well, what if you get that, that uh, I don't know, I, I, frankly I'm not familiar with his numbers, but there's a lot of fuss going on about this Perisic guy from, from Inter going to United. Uh, I know, I've read that some people consider him to be over uh, overpriced as well. I'm not really uh, sure about statistics, but you know, um, I don't know, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is uh, I'm sure that replacements are available um, that might not be as good, but it it would be by far the best economic decision. And I don't think a club like Arsenal, uh, based upon it, it, it its uh, transfer history, would casually step away from something like that. So, do you think that Alexis Sanchez will stay, or do you think he will go? I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll go. Why? Summarise everything we've spoken about and tell me why you think he will go. Uh, it comes back to the same sort of question I posed uh, when we were discussing Monaco and uh, above. I, I like to think that, that you know, Arsenal is the kind of team that wants part of success, yet uh, will not lose eye of financial success. Uh, and and uh, the reason why I think I, uh, he will go is uh, I'd like to think that at some point there will be a, a team willing to put 50 million euros on the table for him, and then 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 Arsenal will consider it a no-brainer to let him go. Um, if if if, not, if if there's no team willing to pay that kind of money for for a player with a one-year contract, then he'll stay. Um, but rumors so far. Uh, make me think that he might just uh, he might just actually go alright I'm going to fundamentally disagree with you I agreed with you on the Mbappe situation but I'm going to disagree with you on this one I think what will happen with this one that's alright that's alright yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I can't always agree we agree about most things uh, but today I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on this one I, I think what will happen is Arsenal will say under no circumstances with the amount of emotional grief we've taken from our fans in the last year, most of it self-inflicted, right? Are we going to let you go to a rival and improve them? And we are we are not in the position where we can replace you right now. So we're going to keep you for your final year of the contract, and you will have to stay, uh, and you will have you will play in the team, okay? And if you decide to leave at the end of that contract, at the age of 30 years old or whatever he'll nearly be, then fair play to you. But at least we'll have one more year of you with 30 goals a season and we have more time to prepare for your departure. Okay? Uh, and what I think will actually happen is he'll sign a new contract. Now, I still think he'll probably leave because historically Alexis Sanchez spends two or three years at a club before moving on to the next challenge. But I think he'll actually sign a new contract with Arsenal because... Why, if Arsenal are going to double his wages, 
would he stay on £150,000 a week, which he's currently on, when he could earn 300000 a week uh, and still be sold uh, for a fee in a year's time? So if uh, the reason why here is simple, uh, if that kind of money, so we're talking about uh, seven and a half million pounds a year, give or take, uh, any team would happily give that as a signing bonus uh, next year when he comes on a free transfer, uh, or, or more than that, for that matter. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, but I do, I do. There's no guarantees with that. You know, City could lose interest over the year. You know what they're like. Um, you know, he might have a dip in form. He might get an injury. Nothing's guaranteed. No, definitely nothing's guaranteed. And on top of that, you know, there there have been a lot of rumours, but it's mainly city focus. So up until this point, there was a bit of Bayern uh, uh, talks going on. But you know, with them uh, actually today getting Rodriguez, I think uh, Sanchez is definitely out of the question. Uh, um, so yeah, um, uh, more teams need to line up because if it's just depending on city, it might be tough. Okay. Well, all right, so let's, uh, let's move on to the next topic then. Uh, and the next one is not necessarily uh, one of these big transfers uh, from a financial perspective that makes everyone stand up and take, uh, you know, pay attention. It's one that I'm interested in from a personal perspective, uh, and it involves a certain Brazilian by the name of Paulinho. Paulinho was, uh, he played in South America, he dropped down the leagues, uh, he came back up again to the top league in, in Brazil. Um, he was noticed um, by Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, reasonably late bloomer, I guess. Um, currently, he is, I think, nearly 29 years old. Or he's, this month, he'll be 29 years old. Uh, he had a couple of years where he was a bit meh at Tottenham. Um, and then he moved to China, uh, where... He has almost had a rebirth, scoring 16 goals and 60-odd appearances. Um, and now it's now the rumours are, very strongly, that Barcelona want him. Now, the reason why I find Paulinho interesting is because it's very he has a very unusual career path, right? To go from South America uh, to Europe, uh, and then actually back to South America, and then back to Europe, and then to China, and then to Barcelona, of all European teams... I can't think of many players in the past that have taken that career path. So the question I have for you is, even though he's been impressive for Gangzu Evergrande, which he currently play, who he currently plays for, why on earth would Barcelona want him? 17 million euros, or pounds actually, is, is the touted uh, transfer fee, which is more than, 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 uh, than you know, Gangzu paid for him. He's 29 years old. I get that he's in his prime, but why would Barcelona want a player like Paulinho? Um, the best club, one of the best clubs in the world. Why are they going for a player like Paulinho? It's a fair question. Uh, first of all, I, I don't think any player goes uh, to a rebirth in the Chinese league. I, I, I think the level is far from high enough there to, to uh, you know for statistics uh, to truly be comparable to, to uh, you know European leagues that being said though why would they be willing to buy him they, they might consider him a good alternative for some, somebody they have right now a relatively cheap option in, 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 in uh, modern transfer times um, I, I doubt that 
they're, they're interested in him for the first 11. Perhaps uh, he turns out to be a childhood friend of Neymar and they're trying to sort of uh, satisfy Neymar. I haven't got the slightest, but I'm just saying there could be so much going on here. There's, um, I don't think it's purely skill-based, and that Barcelona truly wants him for them to become, you know, La Liga champions and Champions League winners again. I mean, and and and, and the examples I gave were simply, you know, to to express that there's a wide spectrum of possible reasons, and it could be anything. for that he's seen as a as a box to box player, um, so he's someone that gets into good positions in the box. He scores quite a few goals as well. Um, you know, he's he's got forty one caps for, for Brazil, uh, although uh, you know he played he only played a few times last year. Um, as I said before, he's in his prime. Um, Barcelona, I'm looking at their squad. I'll be honest, bar their front three of Messi. Suarez and Neymar, what lies behind them is pretty average. Um, yes and no. We, you know, with Busquets, they, they, they arguably still have one of, of uh, the world's best players in that, in that specific position. You know, sure thing, if, if, if we start debating uh, it, we'll come forth with, uh, with several others that are, are very good as well. But he's definitely not bad. Um, they, they, yeah. Other than that, uh, defensively, seeing it's not spectacular. Um, PK, not bad. Mascherano, um, oh, not. But, but um, you know, it's it's difficult to compare midfield and lines of Arsenal with their offensive line simply because it is arguably one of the best in football history. I mean, I'm looking at their players, right? So I'm looking at... So if we think that he is a box-to-box player, right? He is someone that drives forward the ball, gets into good goal-scoring positions, right? I'm looking at their current players. I'm looking at their current midfield specifically. So they've got Sergio Busquets, arguably the greatest defensive midfielder in the last few years. Uh, not getting any younger, but still a fantastic player. Uh, they have uh, Rakitic, who's more of a creative midfielder, who shares, seems to share some responsibility uh, with uh, Andreas Iniesta, who's obviously getting a bit older now. Rakitic is a little bit in decline last season or so. Barcelona fans who are listening can correct me on this. Um, but they're, you know, they're, they're more kind of creative playmakers uh, that, that lie quite deep, for, you know, far, quite far forward. Busquets is, 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 is most definitely a defensive midfielder. He sits and shields the back, the back, you know, the back, back line, um, and a lot of their other defenders. I have to confess, I don't know a lot about them. Uh, like Rafinha, I'm looking at players like uh, Alba. I mean, Alba's a wide forward, isn't he? No, oh, Jordi Alba is, is the uh, left, left defender. That's oh, right, a wide, yeah, a wide back rather. Um, but I'm, but I'm looking specifically at central players like Vidal, Roberto. Uh, Rafinha. I don't know enough about these players, uh, or, or certainly haven't heard enough hype about these players to know if any of them can kind of fill that 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 gap between Busquets. Did you just mention Fidel, or did I mishear that? Yeah, no, Alex Fidel. Not we're not we're not talking about Bayern's Fidel. We're talking about uh, oh, okay. the, the young the youngster at Barcelona. Oh. And none of these players. I mean, they all might be great players. They're all you know. Some of them are academy players, but I, I haven't heard enough about them. 
to really, you know, or having, having watched them play in the Champions League in the last year, I haven't seen enough from them to think that, you know, they can recreate Bar- one of you know Barcelona's great midfields of, of days gone by. So I do think there's a gap in that central midfield for a box-to-box player. And that's why Paulinho is, is an interesting acquisition for me and, and a clever one at 17 million euros. You, this, is where you're t- this is where you tell me whether I'm wrong or not. Well, um, like, uh, like I said, you know, uh, um, if that was truly the value that, that, that they're paying for him, then sure thing is, is it's uh, uh, it could be considered a good purchase. But I like to think that he's not first eleven material for like Barcelona. Um, so, so, so I'd like to think that it will be a purchase for them to strengthen their bench, so to speak, and to 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 have more alternatives depending on the play style and the opponent. Uh, but I don't think that Paulinho will be making more than fifty percent of the minutes. Uh, um, the Barcelona plays. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you, um, but at the same time, I do see a gap in that midfield. Um, but I think they can probably, being Barcelona, find a much better, on paper, acquisition uh, to fill that gap. Who knows? But uh, is it, this is an interesting one, just because of the path he's taken in his career. Uh, you know, he might play first team all the time. He might just come in as a squad player. Um, but for 17 million euros in the current market, what Barcelona are getting are, is a seasoned international that gives them something that I can't see they have already. And if you add to that the defensive ability that he has as well, obviously he's been, uh, you know, he, he's, he's quite often praised for having, uh, you know, defensively, being defensively aware. Defensively, Barcelona have been a bit of a shambles in the last year or so. Um... He could certainly shore some things up at the back. Will he? Will he stay or will he go, Paulinho? So so far, I've, I, we've we've sort of uh, evaluated the whole thing in more from Barcelona's side. And will he complement the squad? And will he be good enough? And you know, is this truly the kind of player that they need to go after? And and, and all those sort of questions. The question is, uh, does he want to leave? You know, he's been there for what a year now. Perhaps he's done with China. Could Couple possibly of years. be two uh, years. Could want to move back, say no to the likes of Barcelona. Then again, you know, most players, European-based players, move to China for the money. I'd like to think that there have been alternatives to Tottenham uh, uh, prior to his Chinese move. Yet he did decide at that age to move to China already. So, so I don't know what what they're currently paying him, but I, but I believe the the best pay player in the world, Lopetegui, is also playing in China. Uh, salaries are are very high for European players there. So, um, does he want to step away from potentially double the salary in in, in Barcelona? This is pure guessing. Um, uh, yet play only half of the time that that he currently plays for Chinese teams. Well, the rumor is yes, he does want to leave. I mean, he's come oh, out and said himself case, he wants. Uh, you get one opportunity to play for Barcelona. But no, no, you bring up a good question because the you know Gangzhou have also come out and said, well, we're not going to sell him until at least, you know we we've still halfway through the Chinese season. Him? You know, like we don't want to sell him right now. So it's it's a difficult one. But but you're right to sort of bring up the other side of the coin. Based on what we know, knowing that. Well, how he'll fit into Barcelona, where he'll fit into Barcelona, 
the position that Gangzu are taking with his contract currently, and the fact that he's already said and come, come out and said he wants to go to Barcelona, do you think this will happen? Um, I don't know. On the one hand, um, you know what you just mentioned: do they want to sell him? They've come out that they don't want to sell him. But um, I feel like I'm yet to encounter a club that, is, that, that truly keeps a player against his own will uh, uh, at their club, you know. If a player is, is actively uh, speaking out, claiming he wants to move, if he, if he, if he has requested a transfer, etc., uh, there's very few teams that, that, that truly uh, uh, you know, keep players then to their contract and do not care about anything they say. Just go with it. You'll hear stories about players who have been moved to the second team, etc. But, you know, uh, also the Chinese, they really want to do that uh, and, and lose a 20 million transfer fee and they'll happily replace him with another European player if need be. You know, so I'd like to think that they won't, they won't block him and, and therefore a move might be happening. Okay, so you think he'll go. I agree with you. Again. So there we go. All right, so moving on. Uh, very swiftly to deal of the week now this section of the podcast is where we pick a player who has moved to a club recently or is about to move to a club uh, and is is on the rumor mill or heavily on the rumor mill who we think in this crazy transfer market represents really great value the player that we have chosen this week is is a very recent thing actually i think today it was only confirmed uh was James Rodriguez, who has gone to Bayern Munich. Um, now, Bayern Munich will pay Real Madrid €8 million Euros, uh, over two years. Uh, we are unsure at this point whether that uh, actually covers his 120000 a week salary or whether that's a fee on top of that. Um, but they will also have the option after two years to buy James Rodriguez uh, for €30 million, uh, Euros, which I think, for a player that is still reasonably young, in his prime, close to 26 years old, seasoned international for, for Colombia, brilliant flair player, still you know pretty good statistics, even though he only played, what, 20-odd times for Real Madrid in the last season. I think in the current market, with the ridiculous business that's being done, that's a bloody good deal. What do you think? Um, look, um, there's no denying it. You know, he's still a great player. I think it's is marvelous transfer work done by Bayern if, if the numbers are correct. You know, if we're talking about a thirty million transfer fee, um, um, taking over his salary uh, as as well as potentially. You know, we're not even sure if the if the, the one hundred and twenty is salary or if it's a fee on top. But you know, if we were to consider it being a fee on top, uh, that that w- that would put his his uh, um, total transfer value at. No, 120 a week for two years. Uh, so, so that's 12 million for, for sake of easy calculation. Uh, plus 30 million in two years from now. That, 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 that would. I'm not even sure if that's a forced uh, uh, purchase, if it's mandatory, or if they can still, uh, you know, decide in two years from now. It's an option to case, buy, apparently. The option so, to buy. That's how it's Yeah. Worded. So it's an option, uh, but that would uh, put his his total transfer fee at a max of 42 million euros. For a player like that, 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 that that's that's I don't think that's a lot of money. Twenty six years old. Twenty six. I mean, he's, he's well. I mean, at the moment, he's what twenty. I think he's twenty five now. That's a fifty percent discount almost compared to uh, to what Madrid paid for him several years yeah. ago. 
Oh, All 20... my beers with Phil. Check this out. He's 26 tomorrow. Happy birthday, Hammers, if you're listening. Um, so he... <laughs> <laughs> very unlikely, I'm sure. But he... Yeah, I mean, what a bit of business. I, I, it's, it's fantastic. I think, you know, even if... It, let's say they're paying £8 million for two years. They have Hammers Rodriguez for two years, right? Bayern have somewhat aging midfielder a midfield. I know they have kids coming through. But this guy... You know, he scored, what, 20-odd goals and 70 oh, appearances for Madrid? I don't think we even need to discuss it, you know. Uh, no, you're right, we don't. You know, th- th- there's no guarantee, but he's definitely still good. Uh, he's not... Uh, I'd like to compare, even though it's, it's it's a false comparison, perhaps, but but a little bit to the story of Ozil uh, moving to Arsenal, uh, doing a good job there still. Um, didn't really get... Um, enough chances at Madrid in the, in the final stages anymore as far as I can remember um, both left footed by the way I think um, but, but I'm just saying you know, I, I think he'll, he'll bring uh, joy to Bayern yeah I think so too and if he's crap after two years they don't have to buy him so there we go so our our, uh, our wheeler dealer of the week award uh, fictional as it may be goes to Carlo Ancelotti so though the- I mean that, that's, sorry for interrupting here but Carlo if you're listening uh, together with Hamas we'll happily uh, uh, hand over an award if you were to come meet us yep and, and, to, and to show our respect to Carlo uh, I want to include right now a, uh, a short clip of Harry Redknapp doing what he does best and you know, you've made your name as a wheeler and dealer there's not no, been I'm much not wheeling and no, dealing no, yeah, I'm not, no I'm not a wheeler and dealer <laughs> no, fuck off there we go. There's Harry telling someone to fuck off after he's been called a wheeler dealer. Um, so that brings us uh, to the end of part one of our first ever podcast. So we're going to take a short break uh, and we'll come back to you with the second part of our podcast where we will be discussing or building team that can win the Champions League. Might be a bit far-fetched this. Um, and we've got to build a team solely out of free transfers. Now, those free transfers can currently be free transfers or players that have been free transfers as long as they were during this transfer window. Um, so uh, we'll come back to you after this short break. Round two. All right, welcome to a part two of three at the back. Uh, this is a much shorter segment uh, than the hour-long waffle that we've given you previously. You'll be glad to know. Um, so this is the fun part where we build the team of the week. Um, and our team this week, as I mentioned, is free transfers. Um, this is a team, Allard, that can win the Champions League. Do you think we can build a team of players that are currently free transfers or have been free transfers this summer that can win the Champions League? I do not. <laughs> You, you are the least optimistic and most pragmatic man I've ever met. No, you are like the I, think we'll, I think we'll be able to put, put a, a, a good squad together. Um, but it's not without reason that people are running out of their contracts. Uh, that they're free agents right now. Um, right. So, so if we would to change the premises a little bit and, and, and change it to saying uh, building a squad... No, no, a team. Oh, we haven't got time to build a squad, mate. You've got to be a team. 11 players that are yeah, going to play okay, week well, in, so week sorry, out. Sorry, team, They're going to win the Champions team, League. 11 players. But if we were to change it a little bit by stating, you know, 11 players that are currently free transfers, but 
uh, when playing for our team, they are back at the heights of their career. All right. Okay. That sounds that. All right. I like I like the twist that you've given that. We we didn't plan any of this, by the way. This is spontaneous Allard uh, changing the rules at the last moment. But but we, we we'll, we'll run with that. We'll go with that. Okay. That makes all it right. a little bit more realistic. So, all right. So let, let, let's start at the back with a goalkeeper. This is probably one of the hardest positions because there aren't many that I know about that are actually available. But let's. Let's let's pick a goalkeeper for our team of the week. And just just before we start, this team formation must be in a uh, three uh, three at the back formation. So either um, a three five two formation or, or five three two or something like that. Okay. All right. That's be um, five. There has to be three goalie, central defenders. All right. So so goalie. Done. Goalie done. All right. Who? Victor Valdez. Is he a free transfer? <laughs> I'd like to think he is right I mean, now. We can't have players that we, you, mate. You better look that up because if if he's not a free transfer, then we've already fucked this up. If he is a free transfer, that's a phenomenal shout. Um, I think didn't he play for Belgium at some point? I'm going to look this up right um, now. Yeah, no, I think he's a free transfer. Well, he was playing for Middlesbrough last season. I know that. Uh, yeah, so, so Bel- Belgium was was uh, uh, the year before that. Uh, it's not like the edge. Uh, but I've, yeah, I'd like to think he's a free transfer now. Okay. Uh, I, I, well, I'm going to take your word for that. Um, we'll probably get shouted at by the uh, <laughs> by the uh, Twitter community for for even suggesting such a thing. I actually never rated him as a goalkeeper. I've got to be honest. I know he played for the best, arguably the best, you know, club team ever, uh, and won a whole you know a whole a whole host of trophies. But I don't. I never thought he was that great. I always thought he was kind of the weak link to that team. Um, there are two other names. Uh, it, it was it was um, difficult to be you know that team was so good you know but fair, fair point. See, I, also, uh, um, and I had to check this out to confirm uh, Lindegaard. Oh yeah, there's another one as well. Actually, there's Willy Cabrera, uh, the city goalkeeper who oh, just true, moved yeah. to yeah, he, Chelsea. He just moved. He just moved to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. free transfer. Uh, I know, I'm sticking with considering we're building a team I'm sticking with uh, uh, Valdez uh, right, so Val- Valdez Valdez is at the back I'm going to write that down Valdez at the back right so let's let's pick three central defenders three central uh, we, 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 um, three central defenders but I'm assuming then that we will be uh, um, having two wing backs yeah. Okay. So, uh, center defenders. I did my research a little bit. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I came forward with two that I'd like to include. Oh. A couple. Oh, a couple go on then. Go on then. I've got so many. I've got so yeah. fucking many. Seriously. I, I, okay, but but let me throw mine on the table first and see if you if you agree or if they're also on your list. All right. So the first one who's supposedly uh, uh, available. Um, has had some. Let me, let me see if you can guess who, who I'm talking about here. All right. Um, was uh, in the youth a gr- uh, great player. Uh, had had some uh, like people expected him to have a, have a good career in front of him. Yet has been tackled by uh, many injuries over time. Is currently entering his late twenties only still. 
So he's, he's still not at the end of his career. Uh, played most of his time in Germany. I think even all the time in Germany, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Uh, Is he currently and, in Germany? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd like to think that he has been part of a Champions League uh, Champions League winning side, but that I have to double check. But, but perhaps this might be enough for you to to guess. Oh no! Oh, fuck it! I'm just going to tell just anyway. Don't know much to. That's, is he free? Really? Is he free? I, I, I think I think uh, uh, this is finally the year where Bayern has uh, said to let him go. Okay, so Matt Stuber, all right. I'm going to add one to the mix, all right? Yeah. Ron, Concrete Vlar, Ron Vlar. But he's not He's not a free transfer, is he? Apparently he is a free transfer. No, I don't sources. think he is. I don't think he is. I've heard that he is a free transfer. I don't think he is. Well, free, he's a, no, he is. I'm looking it up right now. He plays for AZ Alkmaar. He's a free agent this summer. Hmm. There is another one that you may be interested in as well, in the, in the, in the centre-back. Do you remember a, a young man, a Brazilian called Alex? Played for PSV. Former yeah, but Chelsea he's, 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 uh, Played for PSV, uh, uh, played for, uh, for, for Chelsea, no, as well? Yeah, for Chelsea. But is he is he still playing? Yeah, he's a free agent. He's still uh, listed as a free agent. Another one is Philip Mexes, uh, the player that Arsenal were always supposed to sign uh, many years. Um, also a free agent this summer. Season Champions League defender. Martin, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Casares, Casares. Cacares. Cacares. I just made that up. Uh, Kakarez, yeah, no, no, that's uh, that's another one actually. It's a great shout. Um, all right, let's let's pick three centre backs because there's, there's a lot of them available. Uh, I'm looking through the list at the moment of free agents. There's a lot of good ones out there. Um, I, uh, I, do you know what? I th- I would actually go with Kakarez. I would Might also I would also go with Alex. Because I yeah, no doubt. You know, if, if we if we include if he's truly a free transfer, uh, and if we include the fact that that you know peak of their career element, uh, then 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 that's a no-brainer. Right. So then the final choice is between Ron Vlar and Batstuba. Batstuba, Ron Vlar is as 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 I know. I think uh, he's not bad, but but um, I don't know. That's a difficult choice, perhaps even. Okay. I'm not so sure if 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 I've let him go though, but uh... all right. Well, let's. Let, I, I'm I'm pretty pretty sure he is. I mean, he's listed at least in my in my sources. All right. So let's uh, according to the Chronicle Live, uh, which I'm looking at right now, uh, he is on a free agent list. Um, so let's let's assume that uh, that's our back line. So wing backs, uh, left and right, of course. Uh, right, the options well, right, we have, there's some fucking fantastic options out there at the moment, right? Yeah, so, but the right one is, uh, um, is, is, I don't think we've discussed it, it's done. Who, who do you think? Danny Alves. Right, so we've got Danny Alves. We've also got... Van right, Dis- I mean, is, is, was he a free transfer? Is, is a player a free transfer only when, or free agent only when running out of his contract? Because I'm, I'm not even sure if he ran out of his contract or, or if he's sort of like, you know... Um, uh, agree with the club that they would 
would let him go and, and, and tear up his contract. Yeah, I mean, there are situations where clubs like United did with Rooney recently where they waived kind of the final couple of years on his contract and let him go for free. Um, yeah. So just just for the sake of giving us more options, we can say that either applies to us, right? So uh, Danny Alves, yeah. I mean, there's also Van der, uh, Van der Veel as well, uh, Gregory Van der Veel. Uh, mm-hmm. if I, he's Dutch, you might want to correct my pronunciation on that. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, um, Daniel Alves. There's not. There's not even. Neither, uh, I mean, there's Bakary Sanya as well. Uh, yeah. But, but um, I mean, do we really need to discuss it? Daniel Alves is arguably one of the best uh, wing backs in in, 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 in in recent uh, in the recent history of football. Um, there's also Kalasnich, the free transfer who just went to Arsenal, who was in the Germany team of the year last year. But that's a left back now. Uh, yes, sorry, he is left back. Sorry, I was talking about wing backs in general, but yeah, left back. Okay, okay, but 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 then still, uh, that the, the guy isn't anywhere close to the to 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 Danny Alves' his, uh, um, his skills at this point in time. I like to think. Well, well so as much as the right back is obvious, the left back has to be obvious as well. Patrice Evra, left back. Out of Ooh, uh, done. If he's a free transfer, it's yeah. done. Yeah, no, no, no questions asked. Right, okay, so. Central midfield. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> we've got Kevin Prince Boateng. Uh, we have got uh, Montalivo, Ricardo Montalivo. Mm-hmm. We have got, uh, what else? We've got Johan Gurkov, the Ren midfielder. Remember him? Remember how everyone said he was going to be great? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, we've got. Who else have we got? We've got, uh, see. Mathieu Flamini. Yeah, Mathieu Flamini. Uh, very true. We got Lucas Leiva. Leiva. Lucas um, Leiva, yes, we do. Uh, who else have we got? Uh, I another one that I thought could, could be interesting for this one. Here's a guy. Uh, we need. Thiago, the Portuguese Thiago. Okay. So. The options that we have out of the ones that we mentioned, realistically, in my opinion, are Tiago, Montalivo, and Tiago, Montalivo, and who else? Who was the other one that we mentioned? I think I, I think I still go for Lucas Leiva. Lucas Leiva, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, so. Boy. So let, let's go for two midfielders because we we can load the front players because there's a lot of very good strikers available uh, and yeah. wide forwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, but is, is there any team that would really play like that? I mean, um, fair enough, though, but... Okay. I mean, um, but but, but let, let's try a good strikers first. All right, so but so hang on. We, we've, got to, we've got to conclude the midfield area. So you're going for... Sorry, say again. You're going for who and who? Um... Lucas Leiva, yeah, I think uh, I, I would include here. Um, you know, I've never really been able to to determine whether or not he's he, he's good. Is the Jan Kirchhoff, the German? I'm I'm I'm, I'm just not too sure. Uh, I can't really I really measure him very well. Okay, what about Boateng? Should we put him in the midfield? Uh, yeah, if he's a free transfer, yeah. Um, I'm using some of these guys. I'm aware that the free transfers. For some others, I need to do some research, and then 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 sources give different results. 
so Kevin Prince is, is not considered a free transfer according to the source I'm looking at right now. But by yours might say it is. So well, that's, apparently that's, that's definitely... he signed a short-term contract last year uh, and he's now left Schalke uh, under somewhat of a cloud. Um, and he's looking for his next move, so he is—he would be a free transfer. Um, right. And actually, that's quite a nice balance in the midfield because Lucas is a little bit more of a defensive player. Boateng was was more of an attacking player. Um, so we have uh, a, a nice balance in in the centre midfield there. So moving on to the striker, uh, so we we can afford to have uh, wait one two three four five six seven eight. We can afford we can have three players across the front line. There's only one. There's only one player that is that is the the, the, the central. Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. There's no. There's nobody else. Well, there's actually rumored today that supposedly Mourinho wants him back at United because he's he's. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, Stalin is surprised by by how well he is recovering from his injury, so so he wants him to to come back. Yeah, uh, but but nothing said there. But anyway, yeah, Ibrahimovic. Um, then, then um, wide forward, uh, Jesus Navas from City, perhaps. What about Dirk Cow? Dirk Cow, he's retired. He's ah, not free agent. Ah, he's gone. Is he completely done? Yeah, he's, re- he's retired. Yeah. Ah, that's a shame. We can't have retired players. That's one step too far, isn't it? it's fucking chaos if we, if we start yeah, having retired yeah. players as well no, oh no, I've no, got no. a good one for you I've got a very good one for you actually uh, Ben Arthur Hatton Ben Arthur yeah um, free transfer yeah, from Nice interesting oh there's another one hang on I've got another one the lord himself the king uh, of all strikers ben, uh, <laughs> the player that will supersede one day Messi and Ronaldo combined, Niklas Bentner. I mean, he doesn't yeah. even get a look in, does he? He wouldn't even be on a bench, would he? he no, he, of course he would. But that's just uh, for commercial purposes. But just for entertainment uh, purposes, he goes on the bench. Ooh, ooh. What? Uh, this is a tough one. They're, 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 I don't think anything has been set in stone here just yet. There's rumours about him getting a role within the club, but not as a player anymore. There is, I believe, still some rumours that, that might have him uh, uh, continue to play uh, uh, either for the club or move to a different team after all these years. Francesco Totti. Ooh. How could we forget? <sighs> Just look at uh, Let's see. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if it's set in stone yet or no. So, you know, all of these players, uh, um, depending on the source you use, there's different opinions about whether they are or aren't uh, free transfers. Uh, I'd like to think that we're correct about most of them. We'll, all we'll of just them. go with it. We'll uh, just go with it. And then I would definitely, yeah, I, I, I would put Tutti in there. Instead of who? Ben Arthur or Navas? <sighs> uh, ben Arthur. Right, so do you want to know the final team? Uh, please. All right, so here we go. So Victor Valdez in goal. Uh, Alex, Cacarez and Badstuba in central defence are back three. Uh, Dani Alves and Patrice Evra, two wing-backs. Lucas Leiva and uh, Kevin Prince Boateng in midfield. Uh, front three of uh, Francisco Totti, the legend that he is. Ibrahimovic and Jesus Navas. This is not that bad, actually. I, I mean, it's, it's, I'm looking at it. The wing-backs are phenomenal. 
the front three are phenomenal. The goalkeeper and the defence are not bad. A bit weak in the centre of the park. A bit weak in the midfield, I reckon. Um, you know, I think Ibrahimovic is going to be a little bit disappointed with Lucas Leva and Boateng pulling the strings behind him. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there right now. I think that's a little bit of a top-heavy side. Um, but you know what? I reckon they'd at least get through the group stages. Uh, you know, even if if we eradicate this whole uh, peak of their career uh, thing and just assume that Ibrahimovic is not injured, uh, but but you know, based upon his his uh, performance at United prior to his injury, um, it, it, it's 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 a team to look out for, and it's it's a team that that you know winning the Champions League is something else, but but. Uh, Getting through group stages, winning the Champions League at the top of their performance. No, who knows? Right. So, how many of these players have actually won the Champions League? Uh, I think Ibrahimovic hasn't. Totti, I'm, I'm pretty sure hasn't. Navas? Um, it, no, Navas uh, wouldn't have done. No, Navas doesn't. No. Uh, but uh, has probably won about three times, same as Valdez. So they sort of make up for half the squad. Who? Uh, Alves and, and Valdez. Yeah, Evers won it with United. Um, and, got, yeah. and actually got to the final with Juventus. Uh, mm-hmm. how, did, did Lucas Lever, Lever win it with you? Was he playing for Liverpool when Liverpool won it? Uh, I, 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 I wouldn't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. He's only, he's only like 29 or 30 at this point in time. He's not crazy old yet, right? Um, I don't know. But, but, but who, who, you know, uh, but to, uh, um, I'm, I'm not sure if he played but he's probably part of the squad. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but stupid. Well, what, what is what are sort of the minimum requirement that, uh, in order to be you know eligible for receiving a medal or whatever it is that you, you get when in the Champions League? Well, you got to play some games, haven't you? Yeah, that, that, that's the question here. You know, um, you know, he he did play over an eight-year period. He played 120 games, apparently, and I'm just looking. Up now, 119 for Bayern. A lot of injuries. Uh, oh no, he's he's apparently. Oh no, he uh, he still might be. Uh, honors. Uh, yeah, Champions League in 2012, 2013. Which um, you know he was already part of the squad. So the question is, if he played games uh, for the team, I, I honestly I I, I, w- I wouldn't know right now. I have to look that up. But uh, according to Wikipedia. Um, he, he received the prize for winning the Champions League. Well, how about that? How about Alex? What, did, did he win the Champions League? No, no, he didn't. He, he, played, he played for PSV, Chelsea, uh, and he was he he left Chelsea by the time they won the Champions League. Um, right. And then he joined Paris Saint Germain and Milan, and he they didn't win the Champions League at the time that he was there. So I can conclude that he was a no. Um, so, yeah, no for him. But, I mean, we've, we've got at least four players, some with more experience than others, who know what it's like to win the Champions League in this team. This is a good team. Mm-hmm. And we've got arguably one or two players in there that probably should have won the Champions League, like Imrovic and Totti. Um, mm-hmm. and, it's, it's, and Alex. And Alex, yeah. And it's, it's really no... It's no uh, no slight on them that they didn't win it. You know that they were just unlucky, I guess. Um, so there we go. There we have it. A team made up of free transfers 
of this season who will win the Champions League. How about that? I like it. Right, next week, tune in for a team of no, African under-18s. Perhaps we should try and build a team around this. Yeah, well, yeah. So uh, next week, we'll come up with something equally as ridiculous, no doubt, uh, and spontaneous, um, because we'll probably change the rules in the last moment. Um, but sadly, that brings us to the end of our first podcast. Um, so um, we don't know how often we're going to do these podcasts, because... We don't know how many of you are actually going to like it. Um, so that's a, that's a big question. There's no point us continuously doing them if no one's listening. Um, and also, we just don't know how much time we've got as well. So let's see. Um, but we would like to uh, do these fairly consistently throughout the silly season of transfers. So feel free to follow us uh, at uh, Transfer Balls, uh, which is our Twitter handle. Um, and do feel free also to submit some questions for next week's show Uh, we would like some external questions so we're not just rambling amongst ourselves Um, so I will wish you a good night from me um, and also from you Allard goodbye and good night excellent have yourself a good evening